0: Okay, it's rap packed to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that. Falling. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah. What it do? Penthouse, man, what a view. Four What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, discussing the Baltimore Orioles being sold. To David Rubenstein, the owner of the Carlisle Group Incorporated, as the reportedly price of the Orioles sold at $1.7 billion. is the Angelos family which has been under speculation of the past couple of years of selling the team. Looks like that is finally pushed through, and there will be a new ownership group of the Baltimore Orioles. It has been a up and down, and recently, and I think really since um, the new millennium, it's been a pretty unfortunate ownership Of the Baltimore Orioles, where they have not had much success. Their fans have been in limbo um, throughout much of the 2000s, where they obviously had success there in some of the 2010s, of course, but ultimately were unable to build off of anything. Um, And unfortunately, You had a long, long drought of not making the postseason and not winning the AL East. And finally, of course, last year that was finally put to rest and there's been um, also under this ownership a lot of free agents that have not found their way to Baltimore that fans certainly would, like the, would have liked the team to have gone out and signed, but hopefully under this new ownership that will change. As this past off season, you know, I think there's been, and last year too, there was a lot of, um, you know, what are they doing? Why aren't they going out and, and trying to get anyone? You know, we thought that things would be different, and they weren't. Finally, things seem to have um come to light as to why I think you can speculate that perhaps getting ducks in a row with, you know, the trades and, and um and such may have been um or excuse me, with the with the getting the transaction done on ownership and those talks um may have been at the forefront of the reason why the O's uh were very quiet in free agency. And of course there's a lot of time left this year, but you'd like to think that some of the reason why was due to the ownership changing hands now. Um and just a little preview on David Rubinstein, um from Baltimore, Maryland. He is 74, graduate of Duke University, and of course the co-founder and co-chairman of the car Lyle Group, a multinational private equity alternative asset management and financial service corporation um, that was founded back in nineteen eighty seven by Rubenstein and his partner. So obviously um, Baltimore, I think, has rejoiced that the Angelos will Angelos family will not be the owners of the Orioles throughout the what hopefully will become a very successful run in this team's um, chapter, this franchise's chapter of, uh, you know, great teams. We are all anticipating that these guys will be um, future Oriole greats, your Adley Rutschmans, your Gunnar Hendersons, um, and, I mean, it's just – Hopefully, going to bring a new voice and a new leader at the top, and hopefully see a lot of um, success. I mean, the Angelos family early on taking over um, back in, and and this was really astounding in 1993 um, for 173 million dollars. I mean, you think about that, you know, now and it's just amazing as Peter Angelos bought the the Orioles from Eli Jacobs um and in his short stint with the Orioles of course they had some had some good seasons um but ultimately you know never were able to get too far and uh under Angelos early on they were able to you know, have some runs back-to-back years. Um, They're in '96 and '97. They reached the League Championship Series, losing in five to the Yankees, and then in six to Cleveland the following year under uh, Davey Johnson. So, as unfortunate as it was, you knew um, that hopefully things could really uh, under under Angelos. Um, things could continue. They could continue to play good baseball. And unfortunately, from 98 all the way to 2011, it was some rough years there with the O's. Had a lot of you know, really solid players come through and, and a lot of great names um, come through as Miguel Tejada found his way to Baltimore. Um, Vlad Guerrero Sr. there found his way to Baltimore as well at one point. Um, But, you know, you just could never see anything uh, come through for this team. Kevin Miller was there as well at one point. But just, you know, they could never consistently put anything together until, you know, Adam Jones comes up. Um, you know, with the uh with the O's or, or comes over rather from Seattle, um, and you know they get some good some good arms in the in the pen and good starting pitching, and then they finally started getting getting going Manny Machado, um, as well. Obviously, you know, coming through the O's uh, farm system, J.J. Hardy. Another uh, O's legend, Mark Waiters, um, as well. and Nick Marcakis started his days off in, in Baltimore. And, of course, Buck Showalter. You know, you got the right hire there and manager. But, unfortunately, like I said, the O's could never build off of it. They could never sustain success and be a top team in the um in the AL East. And because of that, that led to um, the O's finally, you know, uh, having to tear it down and then rebuild with Brandon Hyde and be able to get to 101 wins last year. And even in the year before, where they won 83, you could see a lot of things going. And like I said earlier, and what's kind of tying everything back to the Ownership, not stepping up and writing the checks. And hopefully that's something that's going to change under Rubenstein. Um, Rubenstein, you know, him being 74, I hope doesn't, you know, change the approach from the Orioles where they've been, where they've done a very good job over the last couple years at evaluating their young talent I hope he doesn't look at this as a chance to well you know my given my age I'm gonna you know really push for us to become um to become successful right now I mean I think you've got you know the makings of a successful team and keeping your core intact and not needing to trade anything out I hope that's not what the this ownership group will do and hopefully um, they don't go in that direction because Michael Elias and Brandon Hyde they've done a really tremendous job, and hopefully you know we'll get to see some really good things out of this young core. but again, I mean it's great to see the Os making a sell and you new know, ownership I mean it's it's really unbelievable one hundred and seventy three to one point seven billion dollars. I mean that's a huge swing. So thanks everyone for tuning in. As always, we'll be back, uh, you know, with any more off-season news. Hopefully, you know this is kind of the barrier, the um, you know the the small dam, if you will, that was in the way of maybe getting some free agents and some starting pitching to Baltimore. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.